Hey, Benedict. Hey, Daniel. We uh, took a little bit of a break again. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it's funny. I'm not too worried about it. No, I'm not either. <laughs> Just it's funny because last episode was one of our more our most popular ones so far with Ben, and then right after that we took a big break. But it's a sign of things being busy. I think we wanted to talk, and then one week we're like, well, we don't have anything really big this week, and then the next week we're like, oh crap, we're really busy, and there's a holiday and all this stuff. But things are moving quick. So. We're in Q4 now. We have a lot of product plans and stuff. And last week... Q4's in his greetings. <laughs> no, never again. We are in the middle of... We have you know pretty ambitious product plans this quarter. We're trying to get some more repeatable marketing stuff running. We're doing pretty well, but we just don't... We keep missing our internal sales goals, but only because we don't have enough demos. We have some ambitious product plans as we are, you know, growing the team and getting that side of the house like running smoothly. And then to add to the mix of all the stuff we're trying to figure out, we realized over the last two weeks, maybe a week or so, that, you know, one of the early people we brought on the team just wasn't really the right fit for what we needed. So we decided to... And for them. And for them, was, yes. Yeah, it was a, a misfit on both ends. Yeah, I wanted to get to that. Because that's what we realized after we dove into it. But I think the realization was first, obviously, we realized on our end, and, and primarily me, that, oh, this person, one of our earliest team members, where everybody's really early, we feel really strongly, we have such an awesome team. And then we just weren't getting what we needed to fully take a piece of the work off of our plate as founders. So we were feeling pulled into stuff a lot more often. And it was, oh crap, what do we do? How do we think this might be the wrong person? How do we maybe let somebody go for the first time? What does that mean for Arrows as a company? What does that mean for the other team members? Is that going to freak them out? What's that mean for this person who we really like and care about? And that, I think, took us a little bit of time to reckon with. And so we wanted to talk about that. Yeah, I think it's something that we have been thinking about for you've probably been thinking about it a bit longer than I have but I think last week it definitely consumed a lot of our thinking time and just something that we were thinking on and ruminating because it's yeah it's both challenging on a personal level and also on a company level I think I always joke that in my head that you know I think the thing is like at a certain point you start serving the company over people in a certain way where it's you constantly have to just think about what does this inanimate machine want and that can feel bad at times or can feel you're elevating what was that very conflicting yeah because you're elevating the inanimate over the human to a certain degree and of course like there's human aspects to that as well where people aren't often happy when it's not a good fit you know it it, it goes both ways but i think that was something that i was thinking a lot about over the last week was you know when you put this abstract entity above your own feelings of like oh i really like this person and i really get along with this person yeah but before we even go on with that i think it's worth clarifying we are lucky that we us and the whole team really get along with the person that we ended up parting ways with I hate that euphemism, but it's relatively true. We all we realized around the same time that it wasn't the right fit, and we all decided to move on. We also recognized that we were the ones, you and I were the ones in the power situation there, so we ultimately decided, but the, this person felt the same. But we also 
to make it extra clear, we checked with them before talking about it on the podcast and they said it was okay. As long as we keep it, you know, this high level, we, none of us want to do anything like that. But I think you're right. I felt that struggle a lot too, how, you know, there is the company side of things, but also the company is the people that work at it and the success of the company and the people we want to be able to work here in the future if we hit our targets and goals. And as much as it is around having kind people, it is also about having the right mix of people and their skills that are kind so that way we can hit those goals. And I think one thing that was interesting is we realized, and I think this person, that two to three years from now, Arrows might be the sort of place where them and their skills right now would be a fit. You know, as we grow and build up more structure and and a larger team and the more people to work with and, you know, it's more collaborative and there's more obvious directional like work happening. Whereas right now it's a lot of people working on their own and having to make decisions on their own and not really having a large support structure in a variety of ways. And so that can be very challenging for people as it is with all startups. So, you know, if, if both challenging and also maybe just undesirable, which is what, what it turned mm-hmm. out to be. And so it was interesting to see how it manifested itself. Like you said, it became very clear that I think we were all trying to make it work because we all liked each other. And it sounded like, you know, ultimately we all talked about it, that everybody was just a little bit frustrated about how the work we were getting from ourselves and each other. And so it was probably not the right fit. And then what do we do about that? I think one thing that's interesting is you and I talked before we talked to this person that hey, I think this is at a breaking point. This is basically what I said. Like, I think we have to make a decision. And you and I discussed, do we do some sort of, do we do one last go of giving them a chance to see if it is the right fit, do a performance improvement sort of thing, or something like that. I'm really glad we decided not to because it probably would have, they might have actually tried, even though it's in reality they weren't necessarily happy. And we probably would have both, we would have almost been setting them them up for failure or keeping them in a role that they wouldn't have been happy with. And and I think that was just a hard thing to navigate. Like, how do we actually decide what's best for us as a company and this person individually? And then once we made that decision, how do we decide to proceed with doing, you know, making the decision, making, communicating it to the team and everything else? Yeah. I'm trying to think. I think the thing that was interesting last week is how both of us progressed, I think, throughout the week, you know, when... Tuesday, Monday was a holiday and Tuesday we talked and kind of progressed very quickly. It was like a slow and then very quick where we said, yes, we have to make this you know, decision. And then by the end of the week, we have done it and communicated it to the team. And I guess I should have known this, but now I feel a lot more confident about this sort of situation. I'm sure it should always be hard and I want to always be human and challenging, but at least I feel more confident about being able to make that decision and understand it and communicating it with the team, which at least feels good that we are getting better at hopefully being managers and recognizing the flaws and and the ways that we handled it poorly and the ways that we handled it well and how to continue that going forward. Yeah, because I think a big piece of our discussion was also talking about our own experiences or things that we'd heard in the past from other people who had, you know, whether they had let someone go or they had been let go. In your experience, like you worked at a place where they let somebody go. Right, exactly. And that was my big touch point was like, I had worked at a very small company and I was hired at the same time as someone else. And we had basically this a very similar role and they were let go. And I just remember feeling totally freaked out by it and in the dark 
a little bit. And so my concern was always just knowing that there will probably be some of those feelings from other folks on the team. Mm-hmm. And how do I wish that had been communicated to me? And how do we do that as well as possible because I think you know after when in my situation it was a long time ago but you know I kind of I just remember I was like kind of like shell-shocked I like went for a walk and I just you know walked in circles and didn't really know what to do and eventually it subsided and everything was fine but it was certainly yeah it was challenging to process and I think the question for me was how do we help everyone else process it in a way that makes it probably still surprising to other people on the team, but something where they feel like they have an understanding of it and uh, a way that they can fit it into their own understanding of their relationship with the company. Because I think that's the challenging piece is like, oh, right, like I am also an employee at this company. Mm -hmm. And presumably it's kind of that irrational thought that everyone has of, oh, am I going to get fired today? And I think like the, you want to just not have people living in their heads in that way you know trying to figure out what you can do to yeah minimize that and be as clear and helpful as possible i I think you and i talked about that well which is no matter how well you which we didn't do it great communicate to the person that ultimately we let go that it was heading in that direction that had the risk of heading in that direction it, it wasn't a total surprise you know they we all understood that we were on the same page mostly but even if you do the best possible job and everybody like you clearly communicated and this was obvious to you and them the rest of the team most likely it would still be a surprise because you're hopefully not like signaling to all right. of them throughout <laughs> that process and back to you know that, that would be right. horrible and so no matter what it might still feel like a surprise and a shock so on Friday, we had the conversation in the morning with the person who we parted away with, the ways with, and then immediately, you know, let them know because it was everything was on uh, good terms. Like, hey, talk to everybody, but I'm gonna go as CEO. I'm gonna go one on one, talk to everybody on the team. Like, I'm gonna message them and get on a, a quick call and and update them and tell them what's gonna happen next and all that. You know, feel free to say hi and message them before you, you know, we remove you from Slack and everything. And basically what I did is then on those calls with each person, just matter of fact, hey, we decided with XYZ that they're going to leave the company. And then, you know, here's what's going to happen next. Here's don't want you to worry at all. Everything's fine with you. Like we know that it might be that it's the first time somebody's leaving. This might freak you out. We don't want you to be worried. We will communicate with you clearly if there's any risk of you're not doing a good job or anything like that. So we just made it very clear that they were doing okay and that we would communicate with them if they weren't. And then this role is not going to be here, so I'm going to backfill on that role while we also look for a replacement for that role and, you know, in the near term. And But we're not going to rush into it, and it's X, Y, Z. So I think it, it all came down to that communication side, which was, I think, our biggest fear that we were going to somehow miscommunicate it. But maybe, it's, maybe we did a good job or also we have good people who are you know, we don't have really junior people, which is your situation at that last job. Like we have people right. who've been yeah, through it before. Exactly. A lot of them have probably either been a part of letting somebody go. They've maybe been in that situation or at least in the discussion of somebody who was underperforming, you know, for the role that they were in. I think it, it, we were very lucky that everybody was mature and understood and, you know, maybe they didn't like it. People felt like they were losing a friend and somebody we all really like, but overall, like everybody's like, yep, yeah, okay, we got it. Makes sense. It seems like it's best for everybody. So let's just move forward. Yeah. And I think the other interesting thing I thought was like how 
it also reframed my understanding a little bit of the whole process where it was just also sort of interesting and you know because I think for me when I've had jobs I've always been terrified of getting let go and you know before we started Arrows you and I were both independent and didn't really have a structure a hierarchy where there was someone above us it was just us like yeah a client could fire us whatever all client relationships are sort of short-lived anyways but for me it was always just it's always whenever I did have a job it was always this kind of constant fear and I think going through this was interesting where it's oh yeah it is actually so not personal like it's and I think that was always the fear when I did have jobs was like oh like I'm gonna get let go because I'm not good enough and I suck and it's like now having been on the other side it's not that at all really at least not always I'm sure that happens occasionally right yeah yeah. right 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 definitely not this situation definitely and I think it was more just oh if I ever found myself in that situation, I think I would just be less, hmm. I don't know, it's somehow lessen that fear for me, where it's just like, yeah, like I think if I ever at some point in my life had a job where I was like, go, like I suspect it would be under these similar sorts of circumstances and like that's just. Yeah, you are not you know, invalid, you are not like right, bad exactly. at who you are. Right. And I've been thinking about it, it's so annoying, but I've been thinking about it as if we were a basketball team and we're roughly the size of a basketball team, right? We're so small, it's, oh, we need a really good center. And we need somebody who's really tall. And we thought this person could play that role. And it turns out they're not happy. They're, they're a different role and they're being forced to play this one. And we're not happy because like we need somebody that plays that role. And everybody's like realizing we put the wrong person in the wrong position, you know, and it, it's hard to move them to a different one when you're a small team because you don't have a lot of room for that. And it, it doesn't make it bad. It doesn't make us bad doesn't make them bad it just means like Mm -hmm. the makeup of the group of individuals we hired you know if we had hired a different collective collection of other people then it might have been different and that's what's hard is you know when you're putting together a team it's like the collective of the team not just the individuals and i think that's the thing that mainly came to mind for me over the last week or so is that this wasn't and this person said the same i think it realized the same like it was us all agreeing for them to join in the first place that was the problem, that we all should have recognized that we needed something different at the start. We all took a risk and we talked about it up front that this was a risk, that it might go this way, that it might not be work out. But it's helping me realize like we have to really be clear about what we need and what, what things are flexible and what things are a must-have and, and how do we figure out what those are and also test for them and, and understand them. Because I do think we want to hire on potential as well, but at the same time knowing and being very realistic about what sort of growth is possible in what period of time. I don't know. That, not much to say beyond that, I guess. It was an interesting experience, and I don't know, in, in one of those weird ways, it feels like we're all growing a little stronger for it, as much as that's annoying and a really dumb way to put it, like we'd all had rather it all worked out. But, you know, it was inevitable that we would have to do this at some point. Like, mm-hmm. it's impossible. Like, no company has ever been run where everybody worked out. I don't know. It's, it was interesting to have to do it so far, and, and now it's just getting back to it and figuring out how to get the next few people in that we need and make sure they're the right people. And to not like slow down too much because of that, since we have to fill in some gaps now with the existing team. All right. Catch you later. Cool. See you soon. Bye.